0: Take don't, one off one ear. Do that. Take <laughs> one off of an ear. <laughs> You're a piece
1: of garbage.
0: I could tell you played We Fit.
1: No, I played Wii I don't Wii Fit think We Fit last night. Be here. You guys ho- are
2: like an awesome team. Guess
1: how old my body is. We'll play Price is Right rules. Go. Like we'll
2: right rules. Go. how old your body is? Yeah. Oh, this, is, does, does, does it tell, the tell you?
1: Wii tells you that? Yeah. It, tell, it gets your weight. It gets your height. It like gives you a few tests. And then it tells you how old your body is. Guess how old my fucking body is.
2: 37. 39. I don't know. Yes. 54? 40 fucking 2.
1: 42. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but they don't know about. They're just going off height and and weight, oh, yeah. and just comparing. Yeah, That's it. And, so but but, but, but how much
0: you can do? It's a BMI. It's a BMI. It might be oh, actually oh, so, pretty. Oh, is BMI, a BMI is outdated, but
1: still, it, it
0: might be pretty accurate because it's Japanese. What's BMI? Let's uh body, body mass, mass index. index. Let's uh, so. What's up guys, welcome to episode 84 of Geekscape We were just talking about WeFit, Fit And just like brain age on the on the DS It tells you what your brain age is How smart you should be Right. tells you what your body age T- is Now Wii Fit tells you what your body age is We just discovered that Gilmore uh, Who's, you're 22 years old, 23? 23, yeah. He's 23, he mm-hmm. is the ripe old age of 42 years old My body uh, His body is fucking aging before us By the end of this episode he's going to be 45 years old Um... <laughs> It's like a Stixie when he dies at the end of Dark Crystal, <laughs> you know. That's a, that, that, that's your body just fucking freezing up and falling apart. Nice all right. right? <laughs> um, but this is Geekscape. As if you guys can't tell, we're geeks and we're talking about the latest news and reviews of the movie m- in the world of movies, video games, and comics. Uh, we got a lot to cover here. We got guests uh, this week, as we do every week, and they're here to talk about their online animated uh, series. You guys can find it on Adam Films, which. Pretty much kicks ass A lot of you guys Post stuff from Adam Films On the forums It's now called
3: Adam.com Is it called
0: Adam.com I oh, dropped the part. Because Comedy Central Bought it Yeah Comedy Central bought it yeah. And yeah. now it's Adam.com Adam.com And you guys have this series Called Benny the Escaped Convict Benny
3: colon Escaped Convict yes. Benny colon
0: Escaped Convict And now he's a cat He's a squirrel It's animated well, What the fuck is he
3: Because
0: I look at he's him He's actually
2: my... a stoat He's a stoat Which uh, most people don't know No I, it, I do not it's What's a It's a, a weasel like animal uh, found in uh, It's a carnivorous It's really nasty animal Very nasty animal well, Where can you find a stoat? North America they're Africa also oh, by, Holy shit like here? Yeah, yeah They're, they're, they're known as ermines yeah. They're known as ermines
3: I've never heard people of either make ermine coats out of them But uh, yeah. they're, they're called a stoat
2: In the winter they grow white fur Yeah To blend in with the snow Okay And then people shave them And make Well this is more in the I want to say in the 40s, 50s Okay Made very expensive ermine coats Which are not so cool anymore Okay They were very cool back then um but so they 're when they're brown they 're stoats, and when they 're white in the winter they 're ermines, but they 're uh, the same animal, same animal uh nobody 's heard of either one of them and they eat rabbits and all kinds they 're just nasty yeah, yeah. how how big so is one know, of these stoats i, like I ain 't never heard of big. one of
0: them yeah, yeah. well that
3: 's kind of what YouTube and them. type in stoat and, and you 'll see, see some crazy some some shit. Yeah. Cre- There's so a great youtube why Benny is
0: nasty because he 's a stoat. Okay, because I'm watching this thing and I'm thinking uh, this is a squirrel, a cat, or something sure. like this. But but we're here with the, with two of the guys who created it. You guys basically created it. You got Ryan over here, Ryan Levin. Uh, he writes writes the thing, and then we got Nye uh, over here. What's your last name, Nye? Warburton. Nye Warburton. Uh, he does all the animating. He directs the episodes. So these are the two guys behind this uh, this series. And how did it come together, this animated series?
2: Uh, we were working on a project uh, that was a very long-term project that had sort of no foreseeable end. And yeah, we were in the middle of, d- like, boarding we would
3: actually recorded the voice. Uh huh. Animated, got, all animated. Well, yeah, we got
2: Andy Richter to
3: do the voice, and we were working on it, and we were doing all these storyboards and things like that, and it was just a long, long journey. You know, we were kind of in the middle, and, um, you know, we just we, we changed gears for just a little bit, and uh, Benny just sort of showed up, came into our... Out of your frustration, perhaps, at yeah, of I anger. I partly.
2: I would say partly just to get something completed. Right. Uh, something just uh, sort of my part on the on the Andy Richter project was for the most part done. So Nye was now in his his animation cave uh, for a long time and uh, just wanted a break.
3: I also wanted to like the, the the animation was a little bit more refined on the on the other project, and I just kind of want to crank something out i also wanted to try some things out like i was new to flash Mm -hmm. on a lot of things for for animating and stuff and so i you know just thought i would try some things out and benny just seemed like a really good idea to kind of go with
2: yeah started with he had a sketch in his uh, sketchbook that was like a a rabbit in a Mm -hmm. in a, a prison jumpsuit smoking a cigarette smoking a cigarette and he just done it for whatever for fun and i i i just was drawn to it and it kept so when we decided to do some other new project, we kind of went back to that.
3: But everyone does rabbits, everyone you know. There's bugs that. and whatnot, and so we're like, "This should be another animal." So we essentially <laughs> what's an animal? No one's ever <laughs> you guys made, made? Yeah. you guys made, one up. We, well, we made we, one up. we hacked the ears off essentially, <laughs> okay. and uh, Benny started to just sort of form. And uh, Ryan had done a a short film called The Fifth, uh, and there was a guy in the Fifth who was just a really sort of aggressive and funny guy and we knew that this guy would be a great voice for it and so we had that all sort of lined up and it just all kind of came together and um, last summer uh, we you know very quickly put together the script we recorded it and then I cranked the animation out in about a month Wow! and then um, for how long how long the three minutes would that be be three minutes that took you a month okay in fact the pilot episode is the thing that I did um, and I did this after work, mm-hmm. um, I work I as an animator by day, and then I would come home at night, and I would change. You work I mean, as an animator by night. I, yeah. yeah. So um, It's like Batman by day, and then Batman by night. I right. know. Like, it's kind of annoying. Um, yeah. So we, we got this thing out, and then um, we, we sent it out to some places, and um, Adam got right back to us right away, and we said, listen, we kind of have an idea for a series.
2: They got back to us a little too quickly. Yeah, oh, like really?
3: Within within a day, she
2: she like I think she wrote back in like twenty minutes. Yeah, she wrote back and was like, "We want this." Yeah, please, my boss. It was, it was just... like the yeah. I mean, it was granted. You know, you'd rather hear that from it's, yeah somebody paying you millions. Be like, "We want this." That's like yeah. what everybody wants to hear. But we took it, yeah, it and the it's only good. person saying, "We want this," and it gets
0: you out so. there. You yeah, know, and it's definitely. not it's not bad to have Comedy Central there. Yeah, and we'd if they see because... something well, that can... was new,
3: we didn't. We actually didn't what realize happened? that. Okay, like, yeah, uh, that was a bonus. Like, like it happened a few months before, and uh, that the Comedy Central. I mean, I'd known Adam Films because I had a, a a short film that they had bought before, so we had this contact, and so that's why I submitted it through the, this 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 woman. But it just happened that Comedy Central had given them money to go out and get content and make series to try to get series, and so we stumbled upon it at this point. To, and we said, "Hey, look, we want to make a series out of this," and she said, "This is perfect timing, and this mm-hmm. is like our humor. We're kind of trying to mm-hmm. like form a." A punk rock kind of label, I guess, is the term they use now for Adam uh, to be like their online component of like this sort of comedy.
0: In in now, how racy can you get with 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 this stuff? You know they've what I mean? They've
3: never, they've never told us. We say fuck all the time.
0: Oh, right? Well you know I mean, you should. Whoa! Yeah, uh, they've never said something this like. is a kids show. Here. Please, <laughs> yeah. please. Sorry, sorry. The, the, uh, we, we let kids know how kids are made. <laughs> oh, dude, some of the shit that's posted on the forums—you can say whatever the hell you want. Okay. On right. the forums, they're familiar I, I think, with Last week, you were talking uh, yeah, about The
1: <laughs> "scent of blood and rape." Right,
0: right. Fun, fun rape.
1: Fun rape. Surprise.
0: Rape. Which, sex. which I, you know, I don't believe rape is fun. But last, week, I don't fucking know why. No.
2: Whatever. It wasn't. It, it wasn't fun for me. But I, I was on
0: the. I, I was as, on the receiving like end. like a
1: controversial opinion, yeah. I don't. Believe I rape can is I fun. can I tell you that I want to be the first to say it. I,
0: I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and just say I don't think it's something that's good um but listen to you
2: it's good but yeah here here we
0: got this uh this show and uh and that's good you guys can fucking do whatever yeah they've never
2: they've never given us a note that's the only note we've ever gotten was we delivered an episode uh where benny goes back in time where benny goes back in time as the final episode of this (laughs) and he was like with
3: columbus and they just they're like this isn't the vibe that we want so we wrote a different final episode They liked it,
2: but they said, look, since it's the last episode of the 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 four-episode series, we don't want to end the series-slash-season with this, because it'll confuse the audience. Apparently, we have a dumb audience. Whatever. Uh, Which is fine. So we rewrote one, like, really quickly, which actually turned out to be our favorite one, which was the hippie episode. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Which wasn't, then, didn't become the last one. Anyway, long story. (laughs) Boring. One became three, became two. Two, no. But, uh, you guys got Clerks the animated series. Yes, yeah.
0: exactly. Exactly. You guys got you know what's the other one? Fireflyed. Like all those series got aired out of order to right. their yeah. detriment. Right. But, you, but on the internet, <laughs> <Right>. but on, <laughs> right. it yeah. really but on right. the internet it doesn't matter because people really. can watch whenever they want.
2: Right. Well, well, normally they don't watch them in order. I mean, they'll watch yeah. four and then they'll, they'll watch, watch whatever they discover first. Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. Though
3: we did try different things. I mean, the the thing is, it's like I always say that we were making this this series as like the train was coming down the tracks. They gave us not a lot of money, and it didn't give us a lot of time. And it was it was really just, we had to plow through, and so we were experimenting. Like, usually when you create something, you have time to develop it and rework the script and figure mm-hmm. out, and, like, even character designs. Sometimes I would just, like, draw a character for the first time, and then I would have to start animating based on that, like, so...
0: Before you may even be happy with the game. Yeah,
3: exactly. So right. there was a lot of things we were experimenting with on this, and um, we were trying to figure out Benny's humor and the, the story and things like that, and so... Um, you can act, each episode has its own different thing where we, different, we experiment with different things. And
0: now the, the, old, the other project, the, the Andy Richter project, that, that seems like, you know, because it's got a name in it, maybe it had some money in it. It just seems like there's so much, so many people that, that are a part of that project that it just took a while because the, the process got so much longer. Is that now starting to move ahead because of Benny, or, or is that one just there and we'll see what happens?
3: Uh,
2: we try. We're trying to give it life again, right? Um,
3: but it's it's really one of many things that we're we're working on. I mean, we're trying to things. we're trying to get so um, ideas. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're trying to get funding for, for the next project, right? Um, and so um, you go in with, with one idea that's you know developed, and you kind of use it as a showpiece to try to. And they're and they're either jiving to the idea or they're not, and so you have to run many ideas by them.
0: What fantasy creature might you pick for the next one? You know, a uh, Pegasus. Unicorn, well,
2: the the uh, centaur, but everybody knows that. Those. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You need to pick something, uh, something like going like, to be called a
2: whipple, a whipple. Mm, sure,
0: that'd be nice. Yeah, fantasy creature that exists. I, I've heard of Inuits as well. I think those are people. Oh, those, oh, those are people. But they don't have <laughs> oh, their people. No, they they don't have internet so far. <laughs> um, you ever heard of fucking internet and in igloo? Lord. Come what on, here it's doing? very popular
3: with the kids. You, know, internet.
0: you put internet in your igloo the fucking thing's gonna melt dude
2: i've
1: never seen a good story about a jackalope
2: actually can you bash this kid's fucking i'm not gonna bash him right now like, not, bash i don't, don't want to i'm not a violent guy but um you're an idiot <laughs> he <definitely laughs> kicks me in the balls yeah. <laughs> what were yeah. you gonna say to, to this I was gonna, the jackalope thing i was gonna say that there's a show on adam.com that there's another show that makes reference to jackalopes which is the only reason I know what a jackalope is. Well, you're, you're just plugging Adam pl- all over the place. I'm not plug- we're, we're I'm plugging focus, their right? show. I'm just we're plugging Adam.
0: We're in focus, right? Just making, just making sure... Uh, just go to the site. I'm not
2: going to say the name of that just do show. do what you're fucking told.
0: <laughs> oh, Gilmore, waved to the audience. <laughs> they, they, I'm going to tell you what
1: I tell my girlfriend. You, just
0: do what you're fucking told. You know what? With this Gilmore character who's right here... It's tough because sometimes he's on the show, sometimes he's not on the show, and and I and I go in these waves where sometimes I'll get a couple of people being like, "Dude, Gilmore won't shut the fuck up," and then I get these up epi- these episodes where's Gilmore, so I don't fucking know what to do with you. if anybody really needs to shut up, it's me. Um, so you guys can check this stuff out at Adam Adam dot com Adam dot
3: com. In fact, this weekend uh, Benny gets the uh, front page because they're tying into the Saget roast uh, Comedy Central last us... Now, it- to create a little Saget roast that's going to be kind of... They're trying to cross-brand right. the site. Is it the the coming
0: week? Because we, we're putting this up on Tuesday. Oh, well, then it's last weekend. This past so, weekend. But
3: it, it may still be lingering. It'll still be it's on the be website. The Saget roast you is You can go be directly to the whole series at Benny.Adam.com.
0: Okay, Benny.Adam.com. The URL is up on the screen you right now. You can also now. Google Benny, and, and, convict. And now, 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 that's not where it ends, my friends, because this is the full collection, right? It's a full, full collection. It's episodes. You guys want to know about it. Uh, it's down on DVD. Now, how can people get a, hand, a hold of this?
3: BennyEscapedConvict Benny dot And dot com. There too.
0: There's a uh, look at this. Look at this. Look at this T-shirt. You guys are gonna throw your fucking Geekscape T-shirts out the window when you see this. Mm-hmm. You got. Wait. The Benny check out the back. Logo. Check out the back. Oh, there, oh, it oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, oh, it is. Oh, there it is. We've got a. Uh, we've got this gangster clothing line uh, company that's friends with us. They 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 promote all sorts of violence and crime. And this is just gonna go. This is just going to go on the mm-hmm. list. Of, I mean, Geekscape. Geekscape is the fucking gangster GTA show of the podcast world. You know, we just support criminal. You know, language and, and criminals are fun and so like that. It's just like, come on. You know, we we don't want to be. You know, your your parents' show. We want to be the show that teaches you to go stab a kid in the schoolyard. Um, how else are you going to make money?
2: Um, how many people watch this show? Uh, we, we
0: have, do you have uh, on it? yes, we do. We, we, have we about nine listeners. About Nine, nine listeners. listeners How many viewers uh, No 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 uh, You know what's funny About the, the listeners There are not as many Listeners as viewers Everyone I run into Listens to the show Right And doesn't watch it Have you noticed that Yeah We, we, we have upwards of 20,000 people Who watch who Subscribe to the show Get out Okay Now I don't know Some kids fucking wait Months to watch the episodes They build them up And they wait until they're You know and they just Bored have a session. And, and they have like a session right. Which they to me turn the That's off. painful That's they, just They
1: wait till there's a lull In their life
0: They wait till they need Some Gilmore, some little Lord Gilman Roy In their life uh, <laughs> But, but, but I, We were in San Diego Right uh, A couple episodes ago That you guys remember And A couple You know what's You know what's really weird People come up to Gilmore and Ben And they don't come up to me so you know, they know what he looks like, even though he's not uh, on camera? Yeah, oh, he's a, he, oh, trust me, he the fucker's been on camera. Uh, oh, you yeah? <laughs> have? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, many times. Uh, they come up to Ben, and they come up to, to Brian, and they say, hi. They don't come up to me, but everyone else says, uh, like, like Stephen was in the Doctor Who panel, and he sat down next to a girl, and he, you know, we have our press passes, and he has press passes, he's taking photos for us that weekend, and he sits down next to this girl, and she goes, who are you with? And he says, I'm with Geekscape, and she goes, oh, do you know John? And her friend goes he, sets, he comes back And sits down And next one she's like He's with Geekscape Does he know John And I'm just like I, I must have passed these people In the five days We were there Like nobody comes up to me I talked to one kid This kid named Francis Who came up to me When I was talking To Tone Rodriguez And he Francis if you're there you don't, You're not on the forums Email me or join the forums buddy Because there are so many kids Who are like the silent majority You know what I mean Like our forums Have a couple hundred people on them It's not the audience You know It's just the crazies who we love um,
1: But they don't go up to you for a reason though I mean you're like Intimidating you know, yeah, we, 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 we There's see nothing intimidating about
0: me They know my girlfriend would abort my baby They know shit about me that They they, they know I, I, I almost got my ass beat in 8th grade they, they know so many fucking things about my life From doing this show I'm so like, accessible What the fuck am I going to do Dress up as Sam and fucking scissor lock their heads
1: Yeah dude Either that or like call them shit you know call them a detriment to society oh it's because i'm an asshole yeah it's, you i basically gotta... want to say you're a dick and you're
0: not no, that's a fine you know what i understand it now yeah. don't come up to me <laughs> i'll cut your fucking throats geek
1: <laughs> so geek. we were in san diego
0: no that's enough about san diego um we're talking uh we're talking about that uh th- there was a review of this movie that just came out Tropic Thunder. We did that in our San Diego uh, episode So we're not going to review it here It's out Um, We did run into our good friend um, Freddy Krueger, Robert England We interviewed him And when we interviewed him We didn't know that he had this fucking great movie Called Jack Brooks Monster Slayer out, And it's out in theaters now And what's really funny is As soon as we got back from San Diego I get something in my inbox It's another interview opportunity for Robert England And I was like, oh shit, I just talked to Robert I don't know if he was going to want to put up with us again Uh, they sent me a copy of this movie Jack Brooks Monster Slayer and if you guys like Evil Dead which you do uh, this is a movie that's out in theaters now and it's exactly the same kind of fun (laughs) comic book horror uh, that that movie provided so uh, and it's made by two Canadian guys who are really fucking nice we love the
3: Canadians Canadians always seem to love us. we
0: do love Canadians Uh, Canadians are big online consumers aren't they
3: not only that they like comedy they have impeccable taste best sense of humor Ryan's like Ryan's film
2: like kicked ass Yeah, Americans Canada. hated it. Canadians loved it.
0: Isn't that crazy? Isn't we, have, we have Canada, listeners Canadian? who are very active from Canada and it's like, I love the Canadians more than the Americans. It's
2: a much those. better place.
3: They're much more cultured than we are. Definitely. Or are they more bored, do you think?
2: They might be more bored, but they also get a lot more money to make art, well, which they have, helps a lot. Yeah, and maybe the cold they're weather like, brings yeah, out supported. their sense of humor more.
0: You guys may not know this, but the United States is the only country in the world that doesn't have a co-financing uh budget in their in their uh in their national budget for our yeah there's nothing more
2: frustrating than watching a great film at a festival and then at the end saying like uh made possible by the canada film council or whatever and being like any national film board some
0: countries if if, uh you know the directors from one nation and the producers from another they'll both go in on the film right you know they have a co-financing project the us is the only one that doesn't but we fucking nuked you motherfuckers that's that's all i gotta say usa number one so why
2: we, is- we nuked canada
0: <laughs> what when- I don't but read a lot Who will nuke all you, you a a guys Yeah, the, the, the U.S. just happens to be the best country in the world, though So why not Star kidding. Wars? I'm um, kidding I didn't want to watch that fucking Star Wars movie I
1: feel like you should explain to these people Oh, that I geek- don't want to
0: watch another fucking Star Wars movie? Well, it's
1: Geekscape You expect a Star Wars okay. Get
0: over Star let Wars Let me fucking Let me just tell you guys I'm sorry I don't have a review for Star Wars The Clone Wars on this week's episode There's no fucking way I was going to sit that movie. I sat through fucking Norbit for you guys So I'm not going to You happy- did? Please it,
1: we talk about this all committed. the time. That is it's my coming use back. case of like it's when John back. says I won't watch something, I back. just go back it's like motherfucker. You watch Norbit. Transforming. I'm transforming. <laughs> uh,
0: I just didn't want to fucking see this Clone Wars thing because the prequels are so ass terrible. You know what I mean? And even even the fucking come on guys that, like that they that rip last off one. of
3: sort of Tarnatovsky style, but it's all kind of generic and they're very right. Wooden As an logo. animator, yeah, it looks you ripped, know the yeah. stuff
0: they do on TV. He's phenomenal, right? The stuff that they well, did. I, I, with the, who, what's the Tar, guy's name? Tarasoffski.
3: What's the guy's name?
2: Barishin.
3: He did Samurai the, Jack. He did Samurai Jack. Right. The Clone right. Wars series was was awesome. Like it was really really well done, and the character designs were interesting. And Lucas took that, and and you know, then he sort of. Thanks. And, yeah, exactly. And then the, the I think this the <laughs> CGI was just kind of like remember that South Park. <laughs> With the hybrids? <laughs> no, but that was fun. <laughs> okay, got it. I don't even have to get the reference.
0: Right. It was just fun. Um, no, so you are not going to see this movie either. No, definitely no, not.
3: I mean, you just, come I on. I love Star Wars. I'm just kind of really over... You love Star Wars, or you loved Star Wars? I loved Star Wars. Mm. Empire. Is that sad? Empire Strikes Back is like my youth. I watched that. I like wore out my
2: VHS tape. Well, let's right. tell people about this movie, Empire Strikes Back, if they're not familiar with it. <laughs> oh, it's a great
3: movie. Mm-hmm. Irving Kershner was, you know, back in eighty <laughs> what? Eighty three.
0: Um, actually, let, let, let me cut to this clip because this movie's out in theaters. It's, it, it's the movie you really should be watching. If uh, it's in limited release, so you're gonna have to check uh, JackBrooksTheMovie.com. For the the screenings, but this is the movie you should watch because it's the fun that you guys want to see out of your comic book horror movies. Uh, and of course, our buddy Robert England's in it. Um, so here's a rev- here's an interview with John, the director, and uh, the star, and of course Robert England. All right, we'll be right back. Hey, what's up, guys? A lot of you have heard me talk about this movie, Jack Brooks Monster Slayer, on the show. I'm really excited about it because it's got that comic book style of action that I really like. Um, a lot of you guys who are fans of Evil Dead. Dead Alive. A lot of those big bombastic horror films are going to love this movie. I'm here with our good buddy who's been on the show several times, Robert England. Hello. And the star, Trevor Matthews, right Jack here. Brooks. Hello. Jack Brooks himself, and of course the director. How you doing? His name's John, and last name John he is Knotts. I was not Don't even going to try that K. one. Yeah. Is it what what <laughs> <you> <laughs> pronounce, pronounce it again? K. Knotts. Okay. It's like cool. knife.
4: Isn't it nuts? K-Nife. I was like, John, John, say your own name.
5: Good one, Trev. Good one, Trev. That's so so, so fresh.
0: So they've got this movie. uh, (laughs) It's out in theaters, and uh, we want to tell you guys about it because I I saw the film, and I thought I was pretty damn faithful to the kind of movies that we grew up watching, and I'm guessing, John, that you and Trevor grew up watching these, and Robert was in.
5: I was (laughs)
0: in. So talk about the process of making this movie. All man, all
5: practical. (laughs) I know, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, yeah, for sure. I grew up watching horror films like a fiend. I was addicted since I was like six years old. So, um, that's a total compliment to hear you say that it, it, you know, sort of pays tribute to those movies and, and, and works on that level. Cause that's exactly what we're going for. Cause that's what we grew up with. And that's sort of what we wanted to, to do. And I guess in a way there's, um, yeah, there's a lot of that sort of, uh, <clears throat> horror films nowadays, a, there's a lot of them now that are sort of based on the, the just the the sick killer person. And as much as I love those, like I love the Saws and Hostels and Cabin Fever. It was awesome. We wanted to make a monster movie, you know, bring back the, you know, create like a, a monster, like a creature. Mm-hmm. I guess like a Freddy. Your Fever. own mythos. What's that? Your own franchise, your own mythos. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. And... uh yeah, so we just thought it'd be fun to just do something where, yeah, you create like a memorable sort of creature of some sort. Uh, in our case, several monsters, and then just do it all practically to sort of pay tribute to those films from the '80s. We didn't want to use any CGI, so we didn't use any CGI.
0: And uh, now, Trevor, you guys have been <laughs> friends for a long time, uh, in <laughs> we know each other. You guys knew each other. So when it yeah. came, when it came to time to cast it, because as much as you say, John, this movie is about creating original monsters to build a franchise around. Really, what you did was you built a franchise around the hero. And this isn't, uh, you know, what I mean. Thank God you didn't put a chainsaw in this movie, like a chainsaw on the arm, because we've seen that. You know, we've seen people try and do movies after Evil Dead and and stuff like that. And, and they always fall back in in paying too much homage to those films instead of striking out on their own. And creating their own original storytelling and you've got an original hero here who can carry a franchise what was it like auditioning for this role and then being the guy
4: um well one of the good things i guess about financing and producing the film
5: is i didn't have to audition for it <laughs> um, was, one day he was just kind of like i'm jack
6: <laughs> <laughs> okay man it's cool <laughs> I'm that guy, he pointed at Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Who has guy. the most lines? <laughs> no, they, they also, they, you know, you guys had also worked together on two other movies, though,
5: right? right? Yeah. yeah. No, in all honesty, sorry. I'll be quick. I'll pass it back. I'm sorry. No, in problem. all honesty, anyway, in all in all honesty, he. I don't even think he was like you weren't even totally thinking of playing the part at first. And I, I remember I was kind of like dude, you should play Jack, you know, because I, when I was writing the script, it's kind of nice to actually know a picture a person, especially somebody I knew pretty well, mm-hmm. so I could kind of think of Trev when I was writing it. So anyway, continue.
4: Yeah, I'd never done a, like, I'd never headlined it. This is our first feature film. Right. Um, we knew as a company, like, we started Brook Street together, and we got ambitions to make lots of films, and Jack Brooks is just the first of, of many films that we're, we're going to make uh, together. Um but you know, this was the the first one, and uh, although I'd been in short films, uh, we knew we needed to make that step. It was like you know, short films are great. You 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 get everything that you get out of a feature in in as far as like experience, working with a, a full crew, uh, you know, credibility that you can make the art, you know, and that it, it, it's and, and and also just the confidence to, to be a filmmaker and to say this is I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a career in this industry, um, but they don't make money there's not right. much of a market for short films you don't hear about like you know blockbuster short films um, so we knew we needed to make a feature film um and Jack Brooks seemed like the perfect little avenue for us because it gave us an opportunity to explore. We—it's like a, a low-budget film that's disguised itself as like, you know, a, an epic. You know, we we could do anything with it. It's like fighting, attacking monsters, blocking action, practical effects. You know, he's he's in a jungle in the beginning, and you know, it—it just—we it, got to destroy classrooms and and cupboards and chuck, <laughs> you know, it, it was, it, so it was, uh, you know. It was the perfect little One less night us. school in Ottawa. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, and because it's kind of this whole experience for us, um, you know, I, I wanted that experience as an actor um, as well as a filmmaker, you know, and it's just so... It, I think from the bat when John was like dude you can headline this film you should play Jack and I have an ambition to be an actor it was it was like alright let's just sign off on that and move forward let's Okay, and,
0: and, and, but it's a boon to the project when you get somebody with hardcore experience not only and he comes with with, with the you know everybody in the genre loves him I mean, what's it like getting somebody like Robert here to be in the film it gives it a lot of credibility and a lot of firepower
1: that's it
6: I mean you come with well, I mean, I mean, you know I, 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 I and I what no we'll, what do you mean he said, I, I mean, I, I mean I you look was, up. You look I, I, I spent all of 2004 uh, uh, working on a project I believed in that did not come to fruition. And I kind of wasted some of the heat I had off of Freddy vs. Jason. And when I got back home after running around America with a skeleton crew all during 2004, I had this stack of scripts by the side of my bed. And I just started saying yes to everything 2001 Maniacs, I did uh, Behind the Mask, I went up to Canada and did a film for Bob Keane called Heartstopper. Uh, uh, I I worked for Talented Adam Green on Hatchet Mm -hmm. and and Jack Brooks was, was also one of those scripts and I'll be honest on my first pass on Jack Brooks I thought they wanted me to play uh, Howard, the guy, uh, you know, the guy at the at the at the hardware store. Right, right, right. And I thought, you know, I, I'll bring some gravitas to the part, and I'll bring my baggage to it, and I'm sort of the guy in the deep voice that'll kind of tell Jack Brooks the backstory, ooh, the scary backstory of the house down the road. And I thought that's what they wanted me for. And I said, yeah, I, I'll, I, I guess I could do that. And I talked to my agent. And I said, no, 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 no. I goes read it again. Read it with this kind of Sam Raimi attitude, you know, to the whole script. And before I got around to doing that, John sent me a copy of the short film they had done. Now, they're being far too modest about this and acting like they hadn't done stuff together. they had done two other wonderful films together, and this film, Still Life, is like a perfect Uh, Short film. I mean, they're they're putting down short films. It was like getting the lost episode of Twilight Zone sent Mm -hmm. to you. Some, like, rumor that, you know, is back to Forrest Ackerman's, you know, Monster Magazine. There's been rumors about this. And it was like this classic little film. And I I saw that. And before I even picked up the script again, I said, I'm on board. Because I knew I'd be in good hands with these guys. But, you know, I've had a great experience working with young directors the last... I don't know, four or five years. We've had
0: them all on the show. We've had Adam Green.
6: We've had Scott Glosserman and I went to school together. And these guys are keeping me young. And I think they're all very talented. John is unbelievably gifted. And Trevor's, you know, I've been telling everybody Trevor's like, is like, you know, I, I, being my age, you look and you look at holes in Hollywood, got things that are missing, parts of the menu, parts of the recipe that go away that we always need because writers write for them. Writers write a Cary Grant part. Writers write the tough, tomboy girl part. Writers write the Steve McQueen part. Well, we haven't had a Steve McQueen in a while. This I think you know. Trevor's a natural athlete, on top of being a talented actor, and on top of being savvy and loving movies as much as he does. I mean, you know, when I first went to Brook Street, all I wanted to do—they had me, you know, wearing fifteen different, fifteen different outfits for the pro- <laughs> Professor <laughs> Crowley, you know—and I, I, I just get said yes to the first one, John Light, because I, just, I thought we were all going to sit down, you know, and because they had this movie collection that's so cool—it's like a bachelor pad over there, you know—and I, you know, I just, I, you, we just got a pool table. You get that? Uh, nothing think <laughs> at a pool table, table. I know. Right? Well, I'm waiting for the jacuzzi, but anyway, but I mean, there's a natural. I had a natural affinity with these guys, like I had with Adam, like I had with Scotty, Glosserman, and uh, it's, it's been keeping me young. And I love. I'm proud of all those films. Mm-hmm. And I, what I, I think the common denominator is, there is a kind of nostalgia by a younger generation for those films. And I don't think it's because necessarily of torture porn. I don't think people are reacting against Saw as much as they're reacting against. Overblown, overproduced movies with too many special effects, but not enough scares and and real thrills in them, and f- and pure old-fashioned fun, which I think is something that's always been part of the horror genre, you know. And I think it was missing for a while. I think we, we got we started to take it a little too seriously. A hole in the middle. And these guys instinctively know that, and the, and the, you know, and I think sort of you know, like like Adam and like Scott.
0: And arguably, you have the most fun in this movie. I mean, guys, you guys have seen Robert in a ton of films. Uh, this is a film when I saw. It you start to go, I mean, I don't want to spoil too much, but you, you start go, going bad, and when he starts going bad, you have some fun with this role. You were going all over the map. You are eating the scenery. You must, have been, you must have been quaking, Trevor, having to step
6: up against some of the performances he's putting on. What, what? This
0: film was, I mean, you're
6: incredible in this. John, John let me go. See, John John, you know, loosened the reins and let me, cause I, let me do physical comedy, which I haven't done since I was a theater actor. You
4: know. Well, I got to run around and get beaten up and kill monsters <laughs> too. So that, that I was I was all good, man. i was satisfied
6: with that. Trevor cameos as several of the monsters. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. What was that like going not only kicking Were there any scenes he where had you to wear kicking your maker. own ass? Yeah. I remember
4: when we first were like, "Oh, who's going to, you know, who's going to play the the forest troll?" Uh, and I was just like, "Me. <laughs> I know I could do it." And and uh, my producing partner, uh, Pat, and, and John, you know, we were... Lift the mic, lift the mic. Uh, my, okay. m- sorry, my producing partner, Pat, uh, partner, Pat, and... Say that uh, three times fast. Okay. My <laughs> producing partner, Pat, my <laughs> producing partner, Pat, my, <laughs> producing, partner, Pat, my <laughs> producing partner, Pat, and I, uh, and John, um, were kind of like, uh, don't you already have your handful hands full playing, you know, the lead of the film? Screw Can it, it really... it's fun. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm like, I was... I'm a natural at that kind of stuff like I run around like a monkey all the time anyway so it was, it was pretty, uh, pretty easy for me to, to do the, the physical um, the work associated with like transforming the, the body movement and that stuff comes really really natural to me Um, the only thing that was difficult was, I, I, and I underestimated was the process, uh, getting dressed up and I'm sure you know all about this, you know, but get, I mean, it took three hours sometimes and I couldn't get the glue out of my eyebrows and out of my hair and out of my beard for, for days afterwards. Like, I mean, Jack,
0: Jack Brooks
6: trivia, the troll worked for scale.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Exactly. <clears throat> in, in John, uh, you, you put your actors through a pretty physical experience, but also doing an independent film with this many practical effects and this many stunts, like it had to have been a physical experience for you, too. Uh, a lot of these movies fail based on pacing and tone. Some of them try and go f- f- so far into the fun that they end up goofy. Some of them try and go so far horror that you just kind of lull the audience into not showing them anything. Uh, how do you balance a, a shoot like that that is physical but also you keep track of your storytelling, you know, uh, over the practical days.
5: Um, I mean, I think it might be the way the way we approach it was that the um, the characters were taking themselves seriously mm-hmm. and that they're never sort of looking at the camera and winking and doing slapstick stuff, you know, that like, you know, when as crazy as Robert gets, you still, I find watching him do it. You still feel like, no, this is professor Crowley actually going through this process. And right. he's, he's seriously dealing with it. You know, he doesn't look like he's trying to be funny. It feels like it's just part of the process he's going through. And I, I, f- I think that comes across a little more honest and thus being funnier. Mm-hmm. Um, and and of course it's the acting itself. The actors you know have to be funny, and they and they were. Um, and then when you when you go horror, you got to go all the way, man. <laughs> you can't hold back. So you just you can, have to you, trust your script after a while. Yeah, I guess you just you know, and w- it's a horror comedy, so obviously things are lighthearted. But like Big Trouble in Little China and. Army of Darkness, we, you know, we wanted to have fun when we got
6: into the action horror type stuff that we wouldn't hold back and you'd see the blood flowing, you know what I'm saying? You so also find, you know, in the, 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 there's that time afterwards, there's post-production and you find there in editorially, you discover there's stuff that, we, we, you know, Trevor and I had a great scene on the porch, you know, a real fatherly scene to, to sort of set up, you know, the fact that he would, you know, avenge me in his own way, you know, in his own strange way uh, and, and our connection. But, some scenes have to have to go i mean they look good on paper you think you need them and you get into editorial and you Mm -hmm. find a different rhythm Mm -hmm. to your story oh absolutely and they agonized over this i mean tell them i mean you guys you guys went through some serious assemblages and 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 recutting we were in post for a
5: while yeah we uh we definitely we cut a couple scenes out things that just weren't flowing right and you know we didn't feel we're funny enough, or we're just the right sort of. Pace God damn it, Trevor! You fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, sometimes exactly. you have a
6: great, you have a great scene. It just comes at the wrong time, and there's nowhere yeah. else to plug it. Yeah, you yeah. have to say goodbye to it. Yeah.
0: Know? Well, I want you guys to see the movie, but we got to talk real quick. Sequel. My audience is going to go see the movie. Afterwards, they're going to want a sequel. Any ideas? You guys already started thinking about that. The Return of
6: Professor Crowley. Oh gee, I don't know. My head blew up real good, as John Candy says. Uh, I don't know about me. I'm going to have to shave and, and and wear a wig. But uh, I I don't know. I you know I started even thinking. Uh, 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 you know I, I think that Jack needs to run into a vampire girl. I don't know. I, I think we need to have some hot vampire sex and death.
4: Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we've started uh, we've started developing a, a sequel, um, and we've got a lot of rough ideas. We're putting together kind of the. the the process that we use is um... get all our ideas out, try and put together a rough structure and then build a treatment uh... and then from the treatment once we approve like man that's all really cool stuff like let's move to like you know the first draft uh... and so we're still kind of putting together this this treatment and uh... it's starting to get really fun i mean like you know we we took it to a new level because there's uh... you know this jack brooks monster slayer um, which is really kind of this origin story of, mm-hmm. of a regular guy, a plumber, who becomes a monster slayer. Uh, the sequel is going to be about a monster slayer and his worldly adventures. And, and it, I think it opens the doors a little bit to just have more action and a little more fun. So, you know, we're definitely doing a little bit more world traveling. And uh, he, he's more of an action star in the next one, which is, I, I love the physical stuff. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it.
6: Well, cool, guys. Yeah, I played I- if, if you played Jack, play yeah, Jack. Jack Brooks goes to Toronto.
0: <laughs> so, John, you made a great film. Uh, it's great talking to you guys. I know the audience is going to enjoy this film. Uh, I loved it. So, the movie's out, guys. Go check it out. It's called Jack Brooks Monster Slayer. Uh, check the the website jackbrooksthemovie.com dot com. Is that right? at jackbrooksthemovie.com. Yeah, Jack uh, check it out and uh, go enjoy it. Robert, it's good seeing you on the show again. Oh, thank you. And it's good collecting Great all the directors here. that you work with on <laughs> Geekscape. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Good luck with the movie. So we're back, guys. Um, it's always good to see Robert England again. Uh, he's always really candid with us. Uh, and now you hear about Freddy Krueger and uh and how they're doing this new movie Michael Bay's doing the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street have you heard what? about this no. no i mean you, you know how the, you you know how New Line that guy's they're, gotta
2: doing, be stopped, they're doing they're doing the new is he is he directing it or is no, he no. going to produce no, it like he did producing. that Texas Chainsaw well, Massacre you know, they, one
0: they're all, they're done with the Friday the 13th movie they redid Friday the 13th that i heard about yeah yeah the, so they want to do this this Freddy Krueger one Michael
3: Bay oh yeah it's the same company dude him and Ratner got to be shot man. okay
0: well please that is not the opinion of this well no. that is over the <laughs> line <laughs> well no Everything was fine. No, no, please.
1: We have threatened um, Brent Ratner's life so many Brent times. Brent Ratner,
0: <laughs> he's just a guy trying to make a buck in this world, okay? Um, yeah. He's a really, really good guy.
2: Yeah. So. <laughs> he's really, he gives to a lot of charities. <laughs> I've never met him uh,
0: So Billy Bob Thornton, who's been in a couple of Michael Bay movies, there's a rumor that he might be playing Freddy in this movie that I think would be I, interesting I really think it's just too early to say and I, and I think it's crazy
2: um, people were I'm putting that in the big fucking rumor bin can I get yeah get up it, in this I'm shit I'm gonna get in, up on this and, and, and flex get up my this comic shit. muscle have you guys seen this movie Dark Knight people were saying that Heath Ledger shouldn't play the Joker yeah. so now people are saying oh, you know or you're saying Billy Bob who knows oh, he, I'm, he I'm he not can't.
0: saying he shouldn't I'm no, saying no, it's I just I'm way too early to be like way too
2: early it's a lesson learned yeah, people like this mo- the movie, Dark Knight, because of this gentleman Heath Ledger, who turned out to be heard of him. yes, exactly. Thank you. He's the gay feller. I knew would have seen it. Yeah. So uh, we got to get you know. Let's leave the door open. Billy Bob is it Freddy. You know what? Yeah, you know, I, I put mean, the sweater he's never,
3: in him. Maybe like the sweater on. He's him never in him. done the anything The the
0: suit. Yeah. What? What I think? I mean, his movies. He's done bad movies with these remakes and and killing people to stop the remakes and stuff like that. I just say, you know what? You still got your original. If you know, if you're lucky, it's been released on on Blu-ray. Just fucking live with that. It's fine. Uh, you know, they're oh no, Watchmen's not going to be as good as the comic book. Guess what? They're not going to come to your house and burn your fucking comic book. You still have it. You still, you still can enjoy it point. So don't worry about These adaptations There's a new adaptation Of this Mark Millar book The storyline hasn't Even been finished It's called Kick-Ass It's out from Marvel uh, Comics And already Matthew Vaughn Is working on starting To shoot oh, this man. movie oh. In September Very close They've got uh, Who's in this movie Dark Rider submitted It on our forums It's got uh, It's got the fucking Kid who played McLovin
1: As Kick-Ass
0: No no Possibly as a villain I don't think that Villain's even been Revealed in the comic book yeah. And they're casting This movie before a comic series that, it, dude, it it oh, could far. suck. People are driving past. Not um, I'm not worried. You no know, what? it's like, dude, anymore. whatever. Now, now, I mean, ridiculous casting in Hollywood. Uh, Mike Myers is in uh, *Inglorious Bastards* for Quentin Tarantino. That's what our buddy hero protagonist submitted on the for- on the um, Geekscape site. Mike Myers in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Thoughts? Is that that's that's in for the sure. World War II movie? Mike Myers As is joining the cast. Is um, he an extra? He's one of the no. He's one of the he, He's a British uh, dude who sends these guys off to kill Nazis. He plays
3: Tarantino British, British this. officer, yeah. Uh, well, it's already got Brad Pitt in it. Didn't Tarantino put uh, Michael Keaton in something? So, yeah, I mean, he put him in Jackie, Brown. Jackie I, Brown. I didn't think it was bad. That wasn't that bad. I mean, There's maybe... a huge difference between Michael Keaton also, and Mike Myers. Tarantino loves <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs>
2: Michael Keaton. For one, did not make Love Guru. <laughs> That, that Was a quality
3: for, Was like,
1: multiplicity yeah. good? Multiplicity
0: is great. Is good? It's great. I've seen that movie so many
2: times. I think you're confusing multiplicity with Batman, the or first Batman. I, I think you're you're confusing or Mr. Multipli- Mom. I, or,
0: yeah, Mr. Or or Jack Frost. Or
3: my life. My life was fucking. A tear oh jerky. my life. Tear joke. My, my life. Have you ever seen Michael Keaton back in the '70s doing stand-up with the big old? Fro? No. Every, oh, we gotta like, find some.
0: Really? Of looked like Billy Joel or something. Yeah,
2: it was pretty funny. The heap, I just saw the Michael bro. Keaton in a in a coffee shop. Uh huh. He's he a up? little dude Yeah he's a really small guy Is he guy. really small and skinny yeah. And he looks like a corpse Do you seem nice though? Seemed very nice Corpse nice
0: um, well, It's a good thing you didn't run into uh, Who's the guy you would've killed? <laughs> Ratner? <laughs> Ratner Hey Ratner here's your coffee Ah you burned my fucking face I'm going to go make another movie. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> that's, what he, that's what he yells. That's what he yells. Hardly does a day go by <laughs> when someone doesn't want to kill dinosaurs. Uh Lionsgate is putting out this Punisher movie in a couple months. I hate to tell you folks. Another one? But uh, our good friend Sandstone submitted the news that it's probably going to be a PG-13 film. A Punisher movie that's PG-13. Uh, things aren't going good between the studio and Lexi Alexander, the director. So... Now we now we have this thing about it possibly being PG-13. So get ready for a PG-13 Punisher, which like the last one was PG-13, went up against a movie called Kill Bill 2 on opening weekend and got fucking killed. You go to us like um, you were supposed to have that. No, I mean I, I'm just saying like guys, you, you gotta learn you like like, <laughs> like like like. I mean Kill Bill 2. I, I remember that it that Punisher, the first Punisher with Thomas Jane came out against Kill Bill 2 because I did a header Oh. And and let me tell you, man, it was like watching a, exactly it was like watching a PG thirteen violent movie and an R rated violent movie, and somewhere Hollywood is thinking that you have to go PG thirteen to cast a wider net and make your money at the box office. But uh, what was the, there are a couple R rated movies that do well. You know what I mean? R rated oh. horror and R rated action.
2: Sure, they yeah. can do well. When you right. yeah, you when, know? You, when you try to split the difference, you get. You and in-betweener crap. yeah well,
3: when you're relying on the <laughs> franchise to try to sell tickets like it's very often they don't they don't put anything into the story mm-hmm. or into the development of it I mean you can have whatever rating it is as long as the story in the character is compelling yeah. okay I'm not it's not rocket science really but
0: John Lasseter calls says alright Benny convict let's bring it over here let's make it a movie G what do you do uh, we G-rated get some Hawaiian film. shirts of... <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know I mean I mean, what it's, would t- you do? it's
0: tough though because you know you have to balance the the business versus the the story that you have. You got yeah, this. He can have it. He
2: can make a G. He can, he can make a G, he Benny. With it. Sure. Okay. So, I mean, there's... I'm not in no position to be turning down anything right, from right. John Lassiter.
3: We just we just want the opportunity to make cartoons.
2: Is he a hero of yours, Mister Lassiter?
3: Uh, Brad... different Lasseter. Brad Bird. Greg Lasseter. Brad Bird is well. Brad Bird of yours is as well. a hero of mine. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, Lasseter was doing pretty well until Cars. But I, I, I uh, enjoyed the Cars. Yeah, but I think he's he's a great. car. He's a great. <laughs> great filmmaker he's done fantastic things at Pixar yeah.
0: who, are, who are your heroes Ryan who are, you, who are like oh, oh who shit I'm going to take my Ivy League education I'm going to start writing scripts for Hollywood um, we're, but we're both guilty of charge for that one yeah.
2: um, actually I had a chance to meet one of my heroes Who I, I, he wasn't my hero in college because I'd never heard of him but uh, Sasha Baron Cohen is one of my heroes oh man that, that, that must have been great what was famous. that like uh, it was uh, surreal <laughs> uh, I actually had like a sit down meeting with him oh and, wow uh,
0: Wow. Why?
2: Very nice. Or... I was uh I got the chance to um pitch some ideas for his new Bruno movie. Uh-huh. Um and it was all very like last minute like you have one day put put your shit together and come in and you're going to meet him and I it wasn't until I actually sat like opened the door and walked in and saw him that I thought cuz up until then I just thought at the last, you know, they'll say I'm meeting him but then I'm going to meet his assistant's assistant. Sure, sure. But sure. it was actually him and it was a really surreal experience and he
0: but he was very pleasant very Very nice, very pleasant
2: offered me fruit (laughs) professional uh very professional didn't go into characters
0: or anything like that uh he
2: did when we started pitching which i thought was pretty awesome uh Uh, you know he was just going in and out of like you know you pitch him an idea and then he would like if he liked try it it, on if he didn't like it he would ignore it if he liked it he would try it on and you know must help the energy the energy must have been fucking great yeah i mean it it put me at ease relatively at ease. I mean, and then
0: um, when he rejects the ideas, you thought it was going so well. <laughs> yeah. No, when he rejects I the mean, idea, he just
2: he like he, he was he would type stuff on uh-huh. his laptop when he liked it. I'm stealing and, this. And when he didn't like it, he would just not type it. Right. So you would just be like, okay. okay, and you would just move on. Cool. Anyway, so that's a long answer to your question. He put you on e- he put you at ease. That's cool. He did. He was very very nice. How'd
1: you get that opportunity?
2: Through like, representatives. Yeah. Yes, there is. A... Do
0: you know how Hollywood works, motherfucker? <laughs> Do you know what this business we're in?
2: Yeah. A guy owed me big time. So I, <laughs> I called in my chit. And, uh, <laughs> no, it well, was, yeah, yeah cool. it was that whole horrible writing work. representation system thing that I, everybody abhors.
0: Um,. Harry Potter's been delayed oh. eight fucking months. Who Jake, uh, who who I just posted? Read it? No, I just Jake, away. hurry up!
3: Those kids are getting pretty old.
0: Yeah, well, well, I think the I think movie's in the can. They're just delaying it from Christmas of this year to summer of next year, uh, so that it can get its ass whooped by uh, Wolverine. No, I don't know. I don't know what's coming well, out next year. Know. What's coming out next year? Watchmen and Wolverine, I think. Well, Watchmen's coming out in. in um, that's in, in March. March. It's in March. That that's on Jack Snyder's weekend, that he's had since Dawn of the Dead. That, um, yeah. That's Zack Snyder Day. That's Zack Snyder's weekend. Um, but I I think the Harry Potter movie, yeah, it's going to be the Juggernaut. So, you know, there's some crying on Geekscape, but it's okay. Things are going to be all right. You're going to see the movie, just don't walk into, like, cars or anything for another eight months. Like, you'll also, live to Hannah see Montana
3: it. is coming out. Another that's kick ass. Another movie? Is it going to be in three, D, three dimensions as well? Is it going to be three-dimensional? <laughs> I think so. They're using a stereoscope or...
0: Whatever Oh well, it, wow, wow I, I will watch that I will right, watch no, it You know what's really funny Wolverine is coming out. You know what's really funny uh, Laura who we were talking about Because you guys know my story About moving to LA And needing to get some scratch Together really quick And, and being a delivery driver And working in a lumber yard And shit like that uh, Ryan actually worked Years ago When you first moved mm-hmm. out here where, where At the place Laura now manages The dog daycare place yeah. so, Great place um, And Laura actually went to see That Hannah Montana movie so that was pretty uh, funny. And she went Who was watching me. the dogs? She went with somebody who uh, I was. Um, we lost Billy that weekend. <laughs> Billy was, a in. was Wait, is there a door open? No! Um, so, yeah, that was that. Uh, what was Billy he just died. hit by? Him? He was <laughs> hit by like a <laughs> kid on a bike with a horn. <laughs> I think it was a magic ice cream truck. <laughs> that was not nice, even magic ice cream. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I should just stop. And kill myself. <laughs> so, um, that's the news for the week. Um, next week, we'll have a review of a movie. I don't know which one it'll be. It won't be this fucking Star Wars a- a thing. But, uh, you guys read comic books at all? You guys read the, the uh, I was books?
3: pretty passionate for a while, and then... What happened? Uh, <laughs> there, <laughs> Who hurt you nine? Uh Well, I, I work too much now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still... You, what I,
0: did you partake in?
3: What did I... Um, mainly, well, back in the day, I was a big Marvel guy. Mm-hmm. I like sort of more independent things also, but... Um, you know, I collected, uh, Spider-Man and Avengers and that kind of thing. Um, and, uh, I, it, whenever there's, like, an interesting comic that I, like, I can find out, like, for more independent things, um, I tend to gravitate toward that just because I want to see, like, what artists are trying and experimenting right.
0: with. Um, I, my, well, my, my actual very first job was at a comic book store and I was, uh, 15. And I've just been reading comics ever since, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and you know, I think that this is a good time to get into comics. You know, of course, we we talk about it on Geekscape. A lot of you guys yell at us for uh, suggesting comics, and then um, you guys going broke. But you know what? It's like any addiction. You have to you have to discipline yourself. Uh,
2: you have to go to the terrible, terrible neighborhoods, <laughs> meet some horrible people.
0: First one is free. Um, <laughs> but unlike those addictions, you cannot pay for comic books with hand jobs. Um, depends. Actually, depends. Yes. did it once. Um, but worth it. Like you, I like to diversify. Uh, you know, little DC, a little Marvel, and little indie. You know what I'm saying? I think that'll that'll keep you fresh. Um, <laughs> independently, uh, I got to tell you there's a Hellboy series right now, uh, called The Crooked Man that Mike McNull is doing. He he's writing it. The guy who created Hellboy, but he's doing it with Richard Corbin, who's this artist. Uh, who did like Hitman? Mm-hmm. Uh, he did um. He did a, a, a series for, for Marvel based on uh, Power Man, and uh, this guy's artwork fucking kicks ass. The storyline takes place in fucking like rural Virginia during like the 50s, so it's all inbred like redneck people <laughs> in the Appalachians, so it's really, 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 really creepy. Uh, if you guys are looking for a Hellboy book after Hellboy 2 came out, uh, something to pick up on. Uh, this thing's called The Crooked Man, the second issue just came out, and it. It has kind of the mood in it that I think Hellboy's been lacking for a while. Uh, it's really fucking creepy. Gilmore, if you are hot, you can take layers off. We will pay you.
3: Um, see more of that 42-year-old body.
0: R- r- let's see some of that 42-year-old body. What if there's like see the same some reveal action. that actually turns out it's like It's like, like a colostomy body. bag and shit like that. <laughs> oh, I'm dying! Uh, you could just have progeria. Like, you look like a progeria baby. What's that? Progeria is where you're like 8, but you look 80. It's like those kids who are mori Povich and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 They always have really high
1: pitched voices. They're I old and shit. I Wait, die.
2: they're they're young and they look old, Or they're old. Like, they're they they're
0: young, but they look old. So not Emmanuel Lewis, the opposite. No, yes, the opposite. Okay. The opposite. You are you you. Would, Which answers the question? What is the opposite? So only, the eternal yeah.
2: question of what is the opposite of Emmanuel Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, with
0: progeria. Oh yeah, they, they look like mm-hmm. the uh,
3: mystery. They, they look like
0: animatronic animals. <laughs> they like, Maybe they are. They sound like Jerry Lewis. <laughs> <I just laughs> you know why you're hot Hell is calling me That's why you're hot in here um, uh, Really the comic book to get this week Bringing it on track as if we ever were uh, Was Action Comics You guys uh, heard about Jeff Johns mm-hmm. Writing uh, the mm-hmm. Superman series um, He did this one with Legion of Superheroes That's the last story arc uh, We thought it was awesome yeah. This one's better uh, it's Gary Frank Who did the artwork For um, Midnight La- Nation You guys know Say your fucking oh, phone okay. That is your phone Don't ignore it Please No answer it No uh, Gary Frank uh, Is the artist You know you guys know him From like Supreme Power And stuff like that uh, This storyline Let me just tell you How fucking cool it is You guys know who Brainiac is Sure Of course Of course Brainiac is this villain Sometimes he's a robotic Sometimes he's humanoid Sometimes he's giant Sometimes he's a ship Sh- Ship Right that's Brainiac He, like Lex Luthor Is like the fucking He's the Superman villain He's the Two-Face and Joker Those are the Two-Face and Joker Of the Superman right. Rogues oh, gallery yeah.
2: Sure No, I mean,
1: this is a
6: huge This, this is huge What, I,
0: what I'm about to tell you Will blow your mind And this is what Jeff Johns and Gary Frank Are doing in this new series So in the first issue Of this story arc uh, and We're in the third Am I going to want to hear this? Yeah Okay In the first issue uh, Supergirl comes to Superman And she's like Listen about brainiac because superman's you know just been attacked by some by by what he thought was brainiac and he took it apart right mm-hmm. and she says listen you've never actually met brainiac
2: i don't like where this is going
0: he's somewhere in space trying to find you
2: mm-hmm. because
0: you're the last kryptonian
2: mm-hmm. doesn't know about me sure
0: but you're the last kryptonian he has the the city of kandor that he kidnapped you know that little city that he keeps yeah yeah um you've only been meeting his representatives." Brainiac's Shut out up. there sending motherfuckers to you. It blew my mind. I was like, wait, you're telling me for the entire history of Superman, Superman's never actually met Brainiac or fought Brainiac or experienced Brainiac. It's his representative. That was like the
2: one the last season of Roseanne was all a dream.
0: Dude, it's like if it's like if Gil, Gilman Roy here cloned himself. <laughs> Motherfucker, he could be a clone right now. How, How do, do we know Gilmore we're dealing with the real Gilman. Yeah, the real Gilmore, <laughs> because he's aging at a very rapid pace in front of us. Uh, no, but but th- knowing that, knowing that, that 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 Superman's never actually fought Brainiac, and you're like, holy shit, that's a holy shit moment. You know what I mean? In the series, in the history of Superman, that's a holy shit moment. Yeah. Now knowing that Brainiac now knows where he is and is coming for him because he's the last Kryptonian. That's like a
2: holy shit, holy shit. You're moment. like,
0: this is going to be a fucking meeting, right? Mm. Like. Gilmore you right? Gilmore, you okay? Gilmore may have to pause for air. You
2: right? So we don't
3: even know what he is really. Like we don't even know so if he's like a So in this ship
0: third or... episode Superman finally in the in the second uh issue Succumbs to Brainiacs little fuckers that come after him, mm-hmm. right? He wakes up on this ship. They're experimenting on him. You think he can't fucking experiment on Superman cuz he's impregnable you, skin and No, you and can that? though. Oh, they're ex- they're exper- yeah. experimenting on this fucker, right? Uh, he, they've got a tube down his throat. He's all matrixed up. They're fucking Superman up right. And uh, he ends up escaping, right, because he's fucking Superman. And this is the issue where he comes face-to-face with Brainiac for the first time, and it's this giant fucking Gary Frank splash page. And if I had a jillion dollars, one of the things I would spend my jillion dollars on would be this original piece of artwork, because it's incredible. Um, It's a a holy shit moment in the same way you guys who read, like, Joss Whedon's Astonishing X-Men had that holy shit moment when Colossus reappeared. Mm -hmm. Uh, You remember that? Mm -hmm. I was... Holy shit. Mm. <laughs> and, like, you know, like Joss Whedon's writing, the pacing is just fucking awesome. You guys ever thought about doing like a Benny comic book or anything like that? Doing something in like a comic book
3: medium? We were talking about making a comic strip, mm-hmm. basically doing a regular comic strip with that. And I mean, I used to do that kind of thing, you know, just sort of. But um, actually, a comic book, I mean, we've talked about a number of things with Benny, but we just <laughs> we got to, all sorts of ideas. But we just, we just we don't have. don't know, have, we don't, we uh, don't know what, what he's paying us to make. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, money's we money. We, we don't know what yeah. the, the, the future is, and. It's also like our time is better spent right now trying to come up with as many ideas as we can to see what the next thing is.
0: And you guys have an avenue now. You know what I mean? Like, you guys have an outlet. You guys have a place, a well that people are coming back to.
3: Benny you know? has opened up some doors for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the fact that this is a, a, a market right now where animation seems to be everywhere, comedy, animation. So we're we're kind of attacking that as much as we possibly can
0: that's cool the um yeah i mean in, in whatever opportunities in other mediums that opens up you kind of have to stay with the one that's gotten you here that this far you know what i mean does that make sense
3: yeah, i mean i i love and is uh, that how you feel well i love for me personally i love comics and i love like all the different things but i mean i'm, I'm an animator i love animated cartoons and that's that's my my dream and my passion is to do is to make you know animated and he's a comedy writer, so, uh-huh. I mean, that, that just sort of seems our, our, our avenue. Is anime mainly for
0: pedophiles, N- knowing that you're an animator? I, and you may have some, some insight into this. I can uh, answer
3: that.
5: I
0: mean, um, I'm watching anime, and <laughs> yeah, I believe it's for it's mainly for pedophiles with little girls. I can answer that. I, I, I got it. <laughs> um, I finally feel like I can tackle the question. <laughs> you uh, see these little girls with their fucking Catholic schoolgirl shit, and the, the robots with the breasts. So
3: what, what's going on with that? Anime in general? Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually I demon titties I shit think... like that. What is that? What is that? What is up with the fucking demon titties? I think the Japanese are just like way enlightened because they just make everything in animation, you know. They right. make action and porn and and horror and 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 Americans are stuck in this like, well let's make it all like kitty and happy and Disney.
0: Well, cuz we're thinking about ca- you know, we're capitalists. We're thinking about the marketing of it like like kids are going to like this. It's not a kid's market. There? Who you know sits I mean? there drawing and goes, Oh, someone's gonna fucking wanna fuck this demon? They're gonna fuck but they this do. demon. That's I'm drawing with the titties I mean, and the fucking people, people five titties. So, that is oh. nuts. How many they titties? Like animated
3: titties? When
0: I was a kid, alright, I had a sleepover with some buddies of mine. We were watching Access TV. Which when you're a kid, you watch Access TV hoping for some po- like animated Public porn. Access. Public access yeah, shit, yeah. right? But... But the wee hours of the night were like, man. Kind of see some breast on the skin of Max. You know how you used to watch the shit and it was all like wavy. fuzzy and so it was all wavy. Maybe you see a boob.
1: That one, that one and a half seconds. Of that one half second of where glory. Like it looked like the tint was all the way off. And, and this and is like pre- all that It's like fuck yeah. And this like is a, this is
0: pre-masturbating. Second. This is pre-masturbating. Like you didn't fucking know how. Like, <laughs> this is like you know you what I mean. Knew you liked it. You were gonna do that shit till high school. Cool. Like this is pre-masturbating. You just really? knew you high liked school? it. Yeah, I, I, I was a late bloomer. Wow. Um, so. I'm watching this cartoon that came on Access TV. This dude, it was fucking weird. He had like five cocks, his wife shot up like like seven vaginas and, and they like fell back in love. That's what it was about. And I was like, look at the, the face Gilmore Roy has right now. Look at this face. Put that face in front of the camera. This no, is the Keep face the face he has. though. Keep the face. Keep the face. You the face. Lost the he's face. sitting there looking at me like I don't know <laughs> if he's aroused or or horrified or what, but as a kid I was like don't know i like it i don't know no why what is happening but because it, it was a cartoon and that's the stuff that i thought was so pure and like oh wait it was a cartoon
2: it was a cartoon oh you mentioned yeah, I, oh, was like, I was, I was like, like i had a totally different image in my you head
0: you know i mean you start watching that spike and mike stuff and you must love the spike and mike stuff when you were growing up yeah, you know no, what i mean, I mean like, yeah I and mean, you're watching this stuff and you're like okay it's a cartoon so it's it's for me and then the <laughs> dude sprouts like seven cocks and you're like it's yeah. definitely for like, me something in my head snapped and, it, and so the result is here in front of you today <laughs> The result is here in skin. front of you today.
3: It yeah. all came back to that moment. That shit
0: fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, you're
0: crossing something. Uh, it was, just, was like, very like yeah, uh, that says demon titty. Yeah, uh, demon titty cock, uh, <laughs> demon titty cock monologue. Make sure we get to this in the interview. Uh, um, Steve Purcell, are you a fan of Steve Purcell, the guy who did Sam and Max uh, and stuff like that? He works for Pixar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean did you watch, did you do any of those things? Were you into his stuff when he was starting up?
3: Not really. You weren't but into I mean it?
0: I, I respect the motherfucker.
3: Yeah, oh yeah, I respect yeah. him definitely.
0: You know who he is, Steve Purcell. Remember Sam and Max? Remember those adventure games that, that like Sierra and Lucasfilm used to put out? Oh, Look, right, right, right. You yeah. know, you had uh you had like Monkey Island and all that stuff. Um, Steve Purcell did Sam and Max, would you guys know? And after kind of Ren and Stimpy hit, there was like a whole glut of like Ren and Stimpy kind of projects. Yeah. And Sam and Max went from his his cartoon series, his uh, I think it was a comic series, and it w- and it became uh, one of those animated series, and we had it on the show. And Sam and Max had a sh- had a game from Lucas Arts, and it kind of came out, and that was all you heard from Sam and Max for a while, until Take Two Interactive. Is that right? They put um, out these video games. They, they, they're, they're, please, Gilmore, you are our Telltale Games. Pr- Telltale Games. They, they do these online games. They brought Sam and Max back, right? You can get them online. If you have a PC, I, I have a Mac. I can't fucking play these games. You can play the new Sam and Max games online.
1: But you could also play them on the Wii.
0: They're coming out on the Wii now.
1: They're out on the
0: Wii. They're out now? Uh,
1: the ben got one. I
0: think you can download them on the Wii. Oh, so, so no, no, no. I think they released them in stores. Gilmore, I saw the product in my hands. It was releasable in stores. The Sam and Max stuff that you guys up till now could only play on a PC is out on the Wii. And Steve Purcell's the man. We ran into him at Comic-Con. i got to show you guys this interview because they were bugging Gilmore about airing the interview to pump the game, which is what we're going to do. And I'm a fan of, of, of uh, Steve Purcell. I, I thought that shit was funny. So we're going to cut to this interview. We're going to be right back. We're going to keep talking video games with these guys, all right? Hey, guys, I'm pretty excited. During my, my uh, middle school and high school years, some of the only things that kept me company were a lot of the adventure games uh, that LucasArts, Sierra, all these guys put out. One of the best games that I've ever played was, was Sam & Max Hit the Road. I'm here with the Sam & Max creator, Sam Purcell. This guy, uh, I really have to thank you for uh, keeping oh, me company in high school and middle
7: school. Hey, no problem. You're welcome. Glad to,
0: glad to hear it. A, a couple months ago, I reviewed uh, the Sam & Max collected DVD that our friends at Shout Factory put out
7: um that was quite a collection you guys pretty much crammed it uh, right right up to the uh, brim it's got all the episodes and then it was just fun to see them pack all that other stuff in there too plus they did an interview with me last year while i sat at my booth and i was drawing sketches for people and talking at the same time like an insane guy
0: i mean y- you're quite the, the the unique talent because i gotta tell you uh the barometer is that, 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 I mean, I'm watching the, this show, and it, it physically wears you out because there's so much manic energy and everything, and so many things coming at you at once when you watch this, this uh, cartoon that it, it's almost like a physical experience,
7: even though you're just sitting on your butt. Well, it wore us out to make it, and uh, we just wanted a packet full of lots of weird imagery and stuff because there's certain things you can do in a comic that you can't do on a show that's sort of made for kids, so we just packed it full of the weirdness quotient.
0: It is completely random, and then at the same time, uh, you, you've, you've got these two best friends, and, uh, and they're helping the community around them, and so the story is really
7: warm, you know what I mean? They care, they just don't go about it the best way. Helping the community is kind of a broad statement for what they do. They, they think they're helping, and perhaps they are, maybe not, right. but they're just having fun doing whatever they do.
0: So, what are you at Comic Con promoting this year? I mean, we know that you've had uh, some new video games and the adventure games, much like the Sam and Max Hit the Road, available.
7: Uh, What's the company putting this this game out? That has put the games out. I'm here with Telltale, and uh, they're promoting the release of the second season of the episodic series. It's all collected, and it's in a nice disc. And I did a painting for it, and we have a new print of the cover as well. And uh, so, I always I like to come here anyway. I feel like I miss out if I don't come.
0: In what, what format is the game? The game's for PC users?
7: Yeah. That's what it's made for. Now,
0: I'm a Mac user. Are you guys going to be able to put something out that a Mac user like myself uh, could play?
7: I wouldn't mind seeing that myself. It's up to the company to decide if there's enough of an audience to make it worthwhile. The first season's coming out on Wii, so you probably can't think of a bigger audience for for a game than that.
0: i got to tell you, I came over here, and uh, it, it's Steve. I, I'm sitting over here with Steve, and... Uh, I see this, this, this Wii uh, case that all you guys are looking at. This is news to me right here, and it's really good news because, like I said, I don't have a PC. I'm a Mac user. I missed out on this downloadable game that's been out, but I keep hearing all you guys play it. I wanted in on the fun. Now I can with a Wii and a system that's so conducive to the, to, to the storytelling and the controls of the original game.
7: Yeah, it's great. It's fun. I've tried it out at the office, and uh, it's it's fun to just lean across and point to where you want to go and stuff, and the potential of it is a lot of fun, too. I'd like to see them like push it even more in the future.
0: Was there anything lost to the translation or maybe even added to the game when you, when, you, when you had this chance to redo it for a new format, or is it a pretty faithful port of the original well, PC version?
7: There are smarter brains than me that were involved in that. It was. Um, I think it's mainly the controls, and I, from what I understand, they brought back an old icon that we had from an old... From the old version of the game, where um, you use Sam's hand as the use uh, use verb icon. So they brought that one back. Um, I, I heard that was in there, but I haven't seen it.
0: And now season two is, is coming up, and that'll be uh, for initially for the PC uh, yeah. for download for like the originals. Yeah, that's available right now. And, w- and, and and is it a continuation of the story put in the first season? Oh, no,
7: it's totally a different story. I mean, the way Sam and Max works the best is if you kind of mix it up from time to time. You don't necessarily have to continue everything. But there's characters that you'll recognize and there's some new characters that we've added and some new locations opened up that you may have just noticed in the first game but didn't get to go to.
0: That's awesome. You guys are being able to fulfill people's want to explore a world that they were introduced to but weren't able to explore originally. That's a pretty smart idea and it it gives you that continuation that a Season 2 should give to a Season 1.
7: The designers love growing the world and populating the world and taking what they have and just... What's down that street and you know who could be in this area so it's fun to see them just blowing out the world in a cool way
0: that's one thing that we always loved about those original adventure games was seeing the inside jokes develop over each iteration of the series mm-hmm. you know uh, what are some of the jokes that, that you're looking forward to in this second game have you have you played it
7: I have played it I played parts of it and parts of it I'm waiting to play with with my kids because we like to play it together and uh, so they help me sort out the puzzles.
0: Now uh, it looks like this Wii one. It's probably going to be a, a massive hit because I know for a fact that I'm going to be uh, looking for that one when they release it. Um, what else are you working on? Like you said, you're still cartooning. You're still working on other ideas. Right. Are you working on any, uh, on anything? Uh, are you working on anything, Sam and Max, in a different uh, format?
7: No, uh, I, I I do paintings and things like that on the side. I I do the covers for the, the for the products that they do. There was. Uh, they're doing a new release of the soundtrack for season two, and I get to do a new cover of that one. that looks like some kind of a jazz album you'd find from the '60s or something. So they keep me pretty busy. I have a day job at Pixar, and and uh, whatever else I do, I do at night, like after the kids are put to bed.
0: That's one of the things that I uh, always have is every time a great movie like Wally or The Incredibles comes out, the audience always asks, how does Pixar consistently keep making great movies? How does John Lasseter, besides the fact that he's a, a, a genius, this level of quality consistently every summer and you gotta look guys the people that we all grew up loving their ideas are behind some of the movies that we continue to appreciate and you can see it completely makes sense I didn't even know it but you can completely see the quality transfer from the stuff that we loved when we were in middle school and high school now we're seeing it on the screen every summer
7: well thanks for saying so those guys are brilliant they've been working together most of the Pixar core team has been working together for a very long time so
0: I mean they're 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 hiring some heavy hitters with you
7: well, uh, yeah. Well, thanks for My saying opinion, so. Yeah, thanks I for mean, saying so.
0: I mean, come on. I would
7: think. I would think that I would love to see a Sam and Max movie just myself. Yeah, you know, like just so. on its own. Think that's about a, it. That's a really good idea, a Sam and Max movie. I don't know why ha- Pixar hasn't thought of that. Yeah. So.
0: I I think that tease is enough to get you guys extremely excited for our next segment <laughs> uh, no,
7: because no, I mean be ch- I, ch- mean, ch- yeah, I yeah. mean let's think about it. I don't want to get you in trouble but I mean yeah, I I've said you know, for years a salmon max movie with practical models and big like big rubber salmon like a John Carpenter salmon oh. max movie with yeah they're on the they're on the streets a, lot. Yeah. a real real time extreme uh, schlock filmmaking is what I want to see salmon max as now you're just going to take the yeah. franchise and just run it up and down a cheese grater and yeah. be like I made you
0: I can destroy you there you go No, I I mean, thank you so much for all the work and all the creativity you've given us. I mean, this is some of the most fun that we've ever had in front of a screen, you know, and I want to say thanks a lot for all of it. Thanks for saying so. It's great. So the game's coming out on the Wii pretty soon. That's Season 1 for those of you guys who uh, missed it, uh, the downloadable editions. I'm really looking forward to Season 2. Hey, maybe I'll just hack my Mac and be able to play it with uh, a a PC. And, uh, Steve, the news that you were working with Pixar completely makes sense, and i got to tell you, I'm looking forward to a Sam & Max movie. (laughs) Disney, come on. You guys have this guy under your roof. You're already paying him a, a, a paycheck. Let's make some money off this dude. All right? Let's make some T-shirts. Summer. I am thinking Smart, summer 2013. What's
7: your, time, what's your time code say? Because this is the moment I got fired from Pixar. No, how, how, how dare you? Do not fire this man, okay?
0: This guy has a talent, and he's an original, unique talent. Thank you so much, Steve. Yeah. Thanks a lot. So that's the video game. Uh, what are you laughing about, Gilman Roy? they're funny do you like the guests off camera we're funny sure audience do you like the, do you like the guests I think you guys like them um, Steve Purcell that was him talking about his new games it's available on the Wii right now and I think season 2 of the Sam & Max game is available online if you have a PC which I don't so I cry and I hear about Ben Dunn fucking playing the game how much he loves it um, knowing that I won't play it for another couple of years you guys remember a game King's Quest yes I do okay Nice dude I loved King's Quest It's Space Dude as a and comedy space writer Quest. How great was Space Quest Space Quest As a
3: comedy
2: writer That shit Yeah well I didn't know At the time That and Leisure Suit Larry Amazingly was another good one, Yeah, yeah. I mean I didn't know How successful what's, what's, I would Eventually become but... Does
3: he have a company In San Francisco You know what? Making something?
0: They just had guys From Happy Madison Do the last Work on the last Leisure Suit Larry game oh. You know what I mean uh, Which is cool um, I don't know how well It sold but I mean, that's a, that's a franchise right there. And Monkey Island was one of the funniest games I ever played in my life. Yeah. Um, but Heroes Quest was always my game. Mm. Because you could carry your... Whatever you developed uh, in one game, you could carry over onto the second game or the third game. So if you built up stats for your character, Those you could focus. carry them over. And of course, if you had the first game, you could cheat using the Razzle Dazzle Rubier code and make your guy an avatar. Not just a thief, not just a mage, not just a fighter, but all three. Cheaters... You only prosper in video games. In real life, you end up like this progeria boy over here on <laughs> the right. He tried to cheat the system. I'm not laughing
2: at you. He used just... in a sentence. That's a I mean, great vocabulary. Yeah. His callback skills are impressive.
0: Very nice. I've been working on this stuff for a little bit. Uh, not often.
3: Uh, you guys play video games? What do you guys play? Um, we'll talk video games. Well, I actually show the whore-like existence by my nature. I worked in video games for a while. What did you work in? Uh, Is his
0: Michael Kane? Okay? Yeah. Okay.
3: I need to eat it a he needs to eat I a little more. He needs to eat a little yeah. Just break his teeth. <laughs> um, I worked at Electronic Arts for, mm-hmm. for a while. And then I worked at Blur Studio for a while. Too- what did you work
0: on, if you can talk about it? Uh, at EA,
3: at I worked on the. Um, you getting, getting cozy? We're, we're getting, we're getting, getting all into cozy yeah, up. Cozy um. up? Um, I was my first gig in the, in the business. I worked in the James Bond franchise until it got killed. Mm-hmm. And then I worked on the Simpsons game until that got killed. And then I worked on Lord of the Rings, The Third Age, which was a horrible ripoff of Final Fantasy.
0: That's the that's the role-playing game. Yeah, role-playing I had game. that shit for the GameCube.
3: Yeah. Well, there you go. I worked cool. on that. I killed a couple of and then i worked on the sims franchise where I worked on some other console games like herbs Sim in the city now
0: you were doing uh... character animations character animation, for that stuff yeah. and how does that work Because we know how animation works on 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 a 2d cell and uh-huh. now we know how it works on Flash. Well, that's but if you're working with something that's
3: like a 3d object yeah. well that's part of my background like which is why benny was like a completely different thing for me to do is like I, I was a cgi animator oh and so i did um... you know using software and things like that and then but but it's just so complicated. You need so many people to do rigging and and skinning and texturing. It's like puppetry, and all th- isn't it? It's like puppetry, yeah. But, uh, but not puppetry,
0: like you play puppetry, which means
3: up the ass, <laughs>
0: up the ass. It
1: really could be any
0: hole. It could be any hole. True. True. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But this is with a team.
3: Well, I mean, it's just a very complicated process to be able to do, do, do all that kind of stuff. I mean, I do do some three D work on my own, but it, it, it's a lot more complicated. Yeah, and if Montana? you want to, yeah. Okay. I'm glad. Glad you recognize these things. It's uh, I think doing it in, in Flash is a little bit more faster and more responsive. It's, so it allows you to kind of and also put some of your style in it, where three D tends to in, has a lot more work to kind of put a style into it.
0: Because so many people are involved, in so many people are involved, or
3: just that the it's just a very very, you know, um, intensive work.
0: And now it's just you two guys pumping out these episodes. It must be re- really, like, rewarding to have you, a product turn around so quickly, you know
3: what I mean? Well, most of the time I, I when I work in production, it's like I spend a week on, like, you know, uh, uh, hand moving or whatever, you know, it's just, and but to, to be able to, to crank through so much stuff and to be able to have a lot more story and telling and jokes and things like that is a lot, really satisfying for me.
0: And as a writer, you you can write stuff and not see it Come to fruition for years. You know what I mean. Or usually, ever. Ever, <laughs> ever, right? We've uh, had a couple yeah, of things come, and and then yeah, ha- having true. this, uh, ha- having this thing, you know, you see it come to life the second you go over to your buddy's house and be like, dude, what have you done so far? You know, it must it's be pretty. Nice. It is
2: pretty amazing. I mean, nothing
3: beats getting your own stuff. You know, the working for the man sucks, really. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but it is it is pretty incredible, and obviously we've, you know, we've developed enough of a connection that when I write something. Say for Benny, he already has a pretty darn good idea of what is in my head. So there's not a whole lot of like, I can you know I can leave it leave it up to him to go animate it without you know any sort of like micromanaging of it and making sure that he knows exactly what was in my head. Has you ever gone uh,
3: wrong? Yeah, no. Where, where you're like, uh, there was that one suck. time that
2: we don't like to talk about. <laughs> and, and, oh yeah, we and fight. Convers- yeah.
3: Conversely, like I think we're 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 but not we don't fight about creative stuff though. No, but I can say to you, this sucks. Write it over, and you're like, you're like, you know, we can get. You said into that, th- that
0: to him. Yeah. And you just shut down for like a week. And like <laughs> like you like can't. Do I like, spiral for about credits. a week. You can't be doing that. Like, no. Stay within the line. You spiral asshole. for like a
2: week and then you rebound.
0: Like, do you go into a drug, like, co- like, like? I do drugs. Or he or does no, alcohol. No yeah, do you comment. go into like a it, it's like a cocoon state. Um,
2: but you, you know that you know it. <laughs> what? I said you know it.
0: I just don't, you know what I mean? Like, like, when you get notes back, you know, unless they're, like, really good notes, no. but you guys don't fight. No, right? seriously, but, I... I, I well,
3: we, we do, absolutely, but I think it's for the benefit of our work. You're uh, wrong, motherfucker, you're wrong. Well, I don't,
1: we don't how they disagree on whether or not they fight. Yeah.
3: That, you
2: <laughs> no, we do fight. We definitely fighting. fight. Okay. But, I, honestly, like, there's not a whole lot of times where we're fighting over a creative thing. We're usually In fighting fact, about... When things
3: are going well creatively, we're getting along much better. <laughs> you know, it's like when we, we miss something. What were you gonna
2: say yeah now all of a sudden you think like we're a couple which we're not it's
3: like it's kind of you are right i mean we are but, we, mean,
0: are, we yeah, are a couple of couple people of motherfuckers up on this couch um, getting mad you know, at each other
2: you know we're both just neurotic uh yeah. creative types yeah if you guys
0: break out in violence are we in danger
2: um i don't know mm. are you did you do crack today
0: <laughs> or like pcp <laughs> no, which I'm gives you like today. like gorilla strength yeah all right I don't know uh, remember when Tiffany was on PCP? Shut up. The girl from uh, the '80s pop singer. She was on PCP when, when she had her slip. Remember she played the spring fling at Penn one year. She played the really? spring fling really? in the quad. I think my singer year. Nobody paid her to. <laughs> she just showed well, up. Oh, she played the spring fling. So I'm like, dude, and I and I watched this girl. And play she was the spring on PCP fling. at the time. I don't know if she was, but the PCP was like a mid '90s. That's a good that's story. I'm, if she is. I'm, I'm just picturing Tiffany like pulling out fucking. Like lightning, like uh, like light posts, and swinging them at cop cars and stuff like that. I'm picturing like Hulk total destruction, you know, like that video game. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing when I think of uh, anybody on PCP. I think that okay. I think that they have superhuman Grand Theft Auto skills. Um, let's see, there's uh, a new video game, uh, Burnout Paradise. It's I think it's come out on the on the on the other systems, the 360s and stuff like that. Now it's coming to the the PS3. Do you guys have any of those new systems? PS3, Xbox 360, it'll take your fucking life.
3: Yeah, and that's kind of why I I can't really, <laughs> but, um, I mean, uh, there's times at work where we do whatever we need to do. What do you guys so, do?
0: What is that? Masturbating?
3: <laughs> what is that? Do whatever you do. No, what, what is that? No, I mean, like, sometimes we'll play video games just to, you What know, do you guys play? At work? Yeah. Oh, old stuff. Like what? Like, uh, you Galaga? know, first-person Galaga? shooter. First-person shooter stuff, like, uh quake or halo or whatever you know that kind of thing. are you good at the halo no i get my ass
0: kicked. all right just letting you know there's some people who've been on the couch before and they talk shit about how good they are on halo and then our audience hands it to them and Gilmore's there for the ride you don't do shit in those battles you just sit there and pop shots from behind a rock when you're shit in your pants um but burnout paradise is a racing game it's been on 360 i thought it was on the PC. Piece- PS3, but I guess downloadable content's coming out on the PlayStation Network. So if you if you're one of the five people that have a PS3, it's for you. Uh, okay, sorry. Well, how's you holding it? He held
1: it by like that. The mouth thing. He held it by the mouth thing. Oh, that's crazy.
0: Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, our good boy Shu uh, submitted that news, and he's a good guy. Uh, he also submitted these screenshots of Eidos. Uh, uh, they're putting out an Arkham Asylum game, like a Batman game. Have you seen these screenshots? No. Yeah. There's a new Batman game coming out, okay? Everybody talks shit about how they dropped the ball on not having a Batman game out for Dark Knight, right? I think that's
1: pretty badass, actually.
0: That they didn't have a Dark Knight game? Look, it's not about being badass, it's about being smart. If you have a big fucking movie, the second highest grossing movie of all time, out in the theaters, you should have a game for it, don't you think?
1: They have a Titanic game?
0: They don't have a Titanic game, but it's a different demographic, dude. It's like they have a Star Wars game, a Lord of the Rings game, everything awesome else though, on the top. home alone <laughs> game? A Titanic game? Get the fuck off the ship!
3: Home alone. Can you have a scene where that They have Home Alone the Yeah,
0: the they room. had home alone games back in the day on the Nintendo. Remember those yeah, shitty-ass did. home alone games? I actually what? just threw one away. You threw a home alone game away? Yeah. Did moron. they have home alone
2: 2? Uh,
1: at home when I was packing
2: oh,
0: up
1: dad. my shit. <laughs> I had all these fucking Nintendo games.
0: You, why'd you throw them away? Why didn't you bring kept,
1: them down? I kept a lot of them.
0: You're a moron. You're a moron, dude. Oh, yeah. the retro shit. Oh, I
1: need the home alone game.
0: Have you seen those kids who mod out the old NES cartridges and tell them, turn them into working Game Boys? No. They put a little Game not. Boy in there. That's Actually, I heard someone puts an entire NES inside of a uh, inside of an NES cartridge. You, I found it online or some shit. Some people have too much time on their hands. They do podcasts. <laughs> like um, but no, this new Arkham Asylum game—it's uh, a Batman game that's coming out in the next couple months. Uh, the only—the sh- only thing you see is Killer Croc and the Joker uh, so far, but. It looks really nice. There hasn't been a fucking good Batman game out since the Nintendo or the maybe maybe the Genesis. Dude, there's been no good Batman games. Batman Lego is the only one that's gonna be good.
2: Right.
0: But I I was so you know what when I realized that there hasn't been a bad, good Batman game ever, I went and downloaded a, a Game Boy emulator, and I got the Game Boy game for the first uh, uh, Batman game based on the ba- the the Batman movie, the Tim Burton Tim one. Bro, yeah. I played the shit out of that game as a kid played it for about four seconds before i realized it was horrible <laughs> you guys do that when you feel like oh great i'm so jazzed about this old game i used to play my childhood is over yeah. this game sucks yeah. it's like yeah those animations in double dribble they suck oh, dribble. remember that shit those animations how uh, jazz you get to be Duncan?
3: yeah
2: And now you look at them and it's
0: like
3: well it's like watching night i Warrior still today. think those are
2: much better though
0: no, Gilmore, it's like, the like move, If like I could Gilmore. play any
2: video game It would be Mike Tyson's punch Out.
0: It's very good It's very good um, Bionic Commando Not that you asked Do you remember Bionic oh, Commando? Oh, back in the day
3: Yeah, that was a great game
0: Bionic Commando's a back one? What they did was They took Bionic Commando Capcom took it Two minutes left? Oh, wow uh, I've been playing this Bionic Commando Rearmed Which is a reissue of Bionic Commando The original Kind of as like a revamp Of Bionic Commando I downloaded it off of Xbox Live And I've been playing it it's so much fucking fun. A lot of those games were really good, well-designed games with good game mechanics. They just didn't have the technology around them. You know what I mean? Now they've taken Bionic Commando. They've kind of shot it with steroids. It looks amazing. It plays great. And, uh, and it's fast. I love this thing, this Bionic Commando Rearm. The only thing, and you guys can download it for like $15. The only problem is you can't play it online with your friends cooperatively. So Gilman, Gilmore and I can't play it together. You, have to, you know, you can play it locally together, like you and your roommate. But I live with we we, you guys don't do anymore. He has his own in his room. Oh, he has now, his own in Two bedroom apartment. Mm. Well, you know what? Laura and I aren't going to be playing video games together either. Uh, which is to the credit of my heterosexuality. Um, this other game, Braid. I didn't review it last week. I finally played it. It's as good as everybody says it is. It's a platformer with a lot of puzzles in it. You guys will enjoy that. But we're running to the end of the episode. Um, I've got a short film I'm going to play you guys at the end of the episode. It's by my good buddy, uh, my good buddy Ben Barnes. It's called Movie Night. Uh, let us know what you think of it, because uh, Ben, is he wants to know what the geekscapists think of his film. If you guys like it, go to fishoutofwater.tv and check out the rest of it. And you guys may recognize uh, Gabriel Tigerman, one of the actors, because he was Andy on uh, Supernatural. So you Supernatural fans will recognize this guy in the short. I'll play it at the end of the episode, but we're at the end of time. At the end of the time. <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. Holy crap. We wasted it. Uh, wow. It seemed to go so fast. Is the last, this is how we spend our last to minutes. I wanted, minutes think, I wanted to thank Nye, and I wanted to thank Ryan for coming on the couch hey, and talking a pleasure, about man. Benny. Thank you, sir.
3: Benny Benny.Adam.com. Benny.Adam.com.
0: Benny.Adam.com is where you can find it. Go to Geekscape if you want to waste your time, but Benny.Adam.com is where well, you, you can find convict. it Escape Convict. BennyEscapeConvict.com dot Either one. Either That's one. where you want to go to find this stuff. All right. So thank you guys so much. That is the end of our episode. Gilman Roy thank you so much for being here uh, and not dying. He is now the ripe old age of fifty four, <laughs> and we will see you guys next week uh, with you know more reviews and news. Right? We got nothing lined up. Right. I I
2: don't know Sounds like a great one We just wing it That's not (laughs) Way
1: way to sell that one It's like Go
2: go back next week No I do know We have We have Clark
0: Crozier
1: Who's one of my old guys
0: He was the guy from the PS3 line Way back in the day He's coming back With the Tron cabinet You ripped somebody off for (laughs) That was a good story Uh, See you guys next week Enjoy the short We'll
7: see you guys Bye
4: Movie night. Oh, what a night. We've got beer skis. We've got popcorn. And we've got a
0: movie. 100% out of print,
5: special chainsaw edition of Army of Darkness.
4: Eight bucks. Thank you, Internet.
0: Well, my friend, you're not the only hunter to bag a sweet bargain. I found an import caliber lager on sale at the store. This is non-alcoholic. Well, we still got popcorn. We might have a problem with that! Status: intense but contained.
5: Survivors: negative.
0: I'm really looking forward to some popcorn.
5: Well, at least we still got this awesome movie.
0: Well, it's a bootleg and
1: Ukrainian.
0: Okay, I guess we're just going to have to rely on the greatest filmmaker there is to entertain us. Fellini? Hey buddy, fish, hey fish. Fish, happy place, happy place. What you do? Come on, fish, you can do it.
4: Come on, come on, fish.